Just over a month into the new job, and New Zealand's Minister for Pacific Peoples says she's working to deliver on the strategic vision set by her predecessor. Barbara Rachel Fatipalepa Edmonds took over from Aupito William Sio in February. She says she's all too aware that she only has a few months to deliver in her role, but is committed to making an impact. I spoke with the minister a month into the job and began by asking, with Pacifica appearing disproportionately in negative statistics across the board in Aotearoa, if she was satisfied in Labour's work to address issues within the community across its two terms to date. I think there is always room for improvement and it doesn't matter what portfolio it is. Um, obviously, my I have a lot of respect for Alpito and for who's the previous minister and what he's done. What he's managed to do is basically get our strategic vision for the different key areas in for Pacific. You know, um, health is currently underway. The Ulamanwea as part of the Te Pai Ora Bill, um, with housing, you know, with education. So all those strategic visions have been set. I'm really cognizant that I've got a sort of six-month runway into this. So my role now is being able to work with officials to action those plans. A big part of that is actually really working across government. So the Ministry of Pacific Peoples obviously influences the policy, but the actual levers are are in Ministry of Education, are in Te Whatu Order. So um, for me, heaps more work to do. Um, Will I say that um, the question of whether I'm happy with it? Of course not. And I think that comes down to my upbringing as a Pacific person that, you know, having brought up with a a mother that passed away suddenly, a father that had to depend on the domestic purposes benefit, um, that particular, I'm always aware that things happen in life and they making sure that the government provides those safety nets is really important. So lots of work to do, but I'm really grateful for the work that's been done so far. It's like, and this is for all New Zealanders, not just Pacifica, but it's like we keep getting hit, you know, like COVID, we've got the cyclone, we got election year. Like, what do you even say to Pacifica people, to voters at this time? We're such a strong, resilient people. We've shown that. And for us is to basically, for me, is to assure them that I have their needs in my heart and being able to apply it every day as I conduct my business as a minister. Um, you know, I was in Hawke's Bay meeting with um, community groups down there, churches, key community leaders, our faithfuls, our pastors and ministers, and basically um, having that opportunity to have that really good raw discussion and for them to feel free to be able to tell me exactly how they feel on particular things as part of the emergency response. But what I was really grateful for was they were already looking ahead thinking, okay, how do we make this better so that next time we can be more resilient or we can respond faster? What the lessons from COVID has been, and actually if I go back even measles, the measles um, epidemic up in South Auckland, what is talking to the evacuation centre lead up there, um, basically both there in, in Auckland and Hawke's Bay, we do have the capability within our Pacific communities. It's about government being able to enable them to do so. We did it well through COVID. We will have a review as to how we went with, the, with this latest disaster. But for us, is basically being able to lean on those tools we have within our own communities and the government enabling them to be able to take leadership when the next time happens. And I'm basically praying there won't be a next time, but making sure we're ready. Month into the role, do you feel like you've settled in? 
uh, four weeks. <laughs> um, I don't think there is ever a time when, as a minister, that um, you cannot not stay on your toes and being really aware of what's coming through the runway and also looking ahead. Um, again, I'm really aware I've got possibly six months with this portfolio, but it's not just Pacific. I mean, I'm really grateful I've got housing, associate housing, associate health, and now associate cyclone recovery. There is, an, in Department of Internal Affairs, there is an interplay right across those different portfolios for Pacific people. So I'm coming to the table with a Pacific lens. Um, what I've been really, really surprised at, though, is that um, my first couple of Cabinet meetings, um, I didn't need to pipe up for Pacific people because actually there are a number of ministers straight away talking about, OK, impact on Māori, impact on Pacific. You know, and that's where my particular view is, is that if we're, we're being forgotten at that table, I will pipe in or I will advocate strongly. But actually, there are a number of advocates around that table for our Pacific people. So four weeks, um, I feel settled in, but at the same time, um, I'm not going to sit on um, my laurels. And basically, my, I've got a really strong team around me, and it's our job to basically action all the different strategies and to work with our officials to make sure that they're actioned. Circling back to my first question again, you, you mentioned always more work to do. What are, of all the things that you mentioned that you're doing, what are the ongoing challenges to getting those levers pulled, as you said? Yeah, I think um, obviously for housing, um, we've got some really a really good program within the ministry around um, financial capability, helping people to actually work out through their finances how they get to deposit. It's very practical stuff, but it's stuff that's actually being successful. So I obviously want to be able to build on that. The Pacific uh, community preparedness around civil defence, um, obviously through COVID, through these different um, one-off events that come through, making sure I'm basically taking the lessons that we're learning from that and being able to um, see where we can strengthen those in those different, and again, as a cross-government, not just in the ministry. Um, obviously for me, Pacific languages, hugely important. I'm, my first language is Samoan. But I lost that because what happened was my father, we had family come over from Samoa and my cousins were getting really frustrated at not being able to speak English. So my father at the time said to us, you're only to speak English and that is to teach my cousins how to speak English. Um, but obviously the, the flow and impacts of that is I can understand Samoan fully but I can't converse it fluently. Um, Give me, give me time with my family for over a month and then it might get better. Or, you know, give me time in Samoa, it might get better. But for me, Pacific languages, more and more often being a first-generation New Zealand-born Samoan, that is, an, um, that is coming up for a lot of people my age. So being able to support the Pacific languages strategy as well as through the education system. Because, again, the lever is with the Ministry of Education. So being able to advocate for those ECE and for those language programs that are being delivered. So those are kind of the sort of key areas at a high level that I'm still looking at. Four weeks in, I'm you know, very much um, cognizant that um, there is still a lot more to come. But mm. at the moment, those are just my top of mind.